0: One of my new hobbies, thanks to COVID-19, has been discovering the joys of bushwalking. Over the last six months during lockdown, I've lost hours taking long, solitary ambles in the bushlands near where I live in central Victoria. Walking beside creeks, on rocky ridges, keeping company with the gum trees and wattles, It's been one of the few things that has made me feel free. I think about all sorts of things on my walks, but never once have I considered the seeds underfoot. The tiny specks that gave life to enormous beauty. So you have a square bit of paper, you fold it into a triangle,
1: then fold the corners in, and then you... Put the one of the corners into the other corner if that makes sense <laughs> um, and then fold it down and that makes you a seed packet so no seeds can go anywhere when they're put in there yeah
0: welcome to meet me at the library a podcast and radio series that reveals how these unique spaces bring people together i'm your host Anne marie middlemast and in this episode we're talking about seeds with a woman who in partnership with her local library is helping a community grow. Um, there's
1: peas, coriander, broad beans, um, turnips, onions and lettuce as well. So yeah, um, and also hollyhock seeds and um, carrots too.
0: I'm at the public library in Woodend, a small rural town surrounded by forest and bushland about an hour's drive from well Melbourne. I like Sitting around the communal table with me are a few other women and we're all learning how to fold envelopes out of pages pulled from ex-library books. We're making little seed packets with the pages of children's picture books, popping seeds into each finished envelope, ready for people to borrow them.
1: Everyone's like, oh, we've always been told not to tear apart books. Yeah. So yeah. They're getting reused. So instead of going to landfill or yeah, yeah, um, right. recycled in other ways, they still get to stay in the library, but just the seed packets.
0: So. That's Kylie Swain. She's a busy mum to two young boys who are two and four years old. And there's another bub on the way. She's a local to Woodend and the founder of the Seed Savers Borrowing Service here at the library. How many dragons in there? There's thousands of them,
1: so. I yeah. Went,
0: are they, are they all from your garden?
1: Just, yeah, straight from the garden, all ready to go. Can I pick some? Yeah, of course you can. I'll give you a packet. You can have the first packet. How exciting.
2: There
0: are seed libraries located in public libraries right across Victoria, and they work in the same way that you borrow books from the library. People check out seeds by writing their name and contact details down, take the seeds home to plant, and then hopefully on harvest, return the seeds to the library ready to be borrowed once again.
3: I think everything starts with seeds. I mean, communities start with seeds. Um, It ignites people's interest in growing flowers, growing vegetables, maybe tipping their toe into food security, environmentalism, um, community. It's, It's just a springboard, I think, for so many things.
0: That's Caitlin Edwards. She's a local to Woodend and one of the women sitting around the table with me making seed packets.
3: I've come because this is a way for me plugging into the community, I suppose. I came from a rural area, but this is not my hometown. And I wanted to meet people that have a common interest. At the moment, my only way of meeting people is through my 10-month-old son, which is, you know, a pretty big common interest in a parent's group, but it's, it's lovely to meet people that are excited about gardening and permaculture and interested in seeds for lots of different reasons.
0: Seeds for the library have come from a variety of places. The group initially got a grant to buy seeds and they're steadily receiving donations from locals, keen to share what's in their garden with others. Some people love
1: all native trees and things like that. And there's a big demand for that kind of seed. And then we've got fruit and veggies. So we need those kind of seeds as well. And then flowers, we need the flowers for the bees. So we didn't put a limit on it. And it's something that we could categorize later on, but now it's just everything. And yeah, let's just make it easy and fun and see what happens.
0: As the founder of the initiative, Kylie's more than passionate about gardening. She's obsessed and has been contributing seeds from her own garden to boost the borrowing stock. She's invited me over for a cuppa at her place to take a wander around her garden and see the source of where some of those seeds that people can borrow have come from.
1: busy. Yeah very busy.
2: <laughs> I can see the hours here, oh my goodness. Yeah, lots
1: of hours. So that's where I do seedlings and because we get the frost so like tomatoes and things like that um, yeah I just start all my veggies off in there but yeah at the moment there's um, not much because it's just been, well the weather's been so random. <laughs> and we've just put that succulent garden in over there um, and that um, was for Zara's birthday. So we collected um, lots of succulents and we thought we'll do that for her birthday, which then hopefully I can make some little terrariums and things like that and give them as presents and be like, this is from Zara's garden as well. So, yeah.
0: Kylie's daughter Zara was born on February the 14th in 2013. She died 16 days later on March the 2nd.
1: So I've got a memorial garden for my daughter. Um, She passed away seven years ago yesterday. I just, yeah, started planting and thought, oh, this is actually just really good therapy. Just being out in the garden and seeing something grow was, yeah, really healing and therapeutic. Well, it became a bit of an obsession, I guess, like any moment that I had that I wasn't working, I'll be like out looking at nurseries and things like that when it was Zara's birthday, I'd be like, oh, what can I, like, you can't buy anything for somebody that's not here. So it was really nice to be like, oh, just find the most beautiful, like, I don't know, one year I got like this really lovely hydrangea and I'm like, that's beautiful. And it was rare and it's something different. And I'm like, I'll plant that in
0: Zara's garden. Zara was born at the Bacchus Marsh Hospital in regional Victoria
1: told my closest family maybe one really close friend exactly what was happening and then I'd say can you please tell these people so I didn't have to keep on like reliving it because a lot of people would argue with you and be like no she's fine there's nothing wrong with her like you know give her medicine give her this like we'll you know do anything to keep her alive and we were like no we know that she's not okay. We know the outcome like we just need to be positive in each day um, and, yeah, make memories. And yeah, I'm so thankful we did that. We went to the aquarium, we went to the zoo, we went to Ruby Zoo, we went to this big wheel in Geelong. And we went to our caravan. So Zara actually caught a fish, so with her dad. So that was, that was great just yeah just taking her home like that actual she got to go home that like you wouldn't think that that would be such a huge thing but that was amazing and she got to see her room and yeah all that kind of stuff yeah it was a pretty crazy time but it got us through like because i think if we had to sit inside a hospital for you know 16 days waiting for her to pass away that would have just been absolute hell whereas we made it into something that was crazy but fun and lots of memories and stuff that we can show our other kids like now we can be like oh look this is what we've done and yeah we have photo albums full of photos (laughs) yeah
0: Over the last four years, Kylie's planted salvias, geraniums, dahlias, roses, fruit and vegetables, succulents, hollyhocks and so much more in Zara's garden.
1: Well, I always have more than one bunch of flowers inside and, you know, one bunch of flowers on the desk at work and one bunch of flowers for anyone who comes over, (laughs) so... My favourite is a is dahlias. So that red one up there is a dahlia, um, and I think I put in about forty <laughs> this this um, season. So all different things have been popping up, and there's some hollyhocks there which um, I've just saved all the seeds for the Seed Savers. And yeah, there's this beautiful um, Gladys, I think that's poking out there. And then um, hydrangeas around there as well. And there's sweet peas.
0: It was while looking for cuttings and plants to fill Zara's garden, that the idea for the seed library started to form. If it wasn't
1: for her, I probably wouldn't be gardening. (laughs) I started this Facebook page and yeah, I guess I was swapping things to put into her garden. In three days, I had over a thousand members just on a plant swapping page. And then I was sort of saying, oh, you know, what else do we need? And everyone was like, oh, it'd be great to have a seed library. And then, yeah, me being me was like, "Okay, then, well, we'll just make it happen. So I spoke to Lulu at um, Woodend Library and she's like, oh, this is a great idea. Let's do it. And there was like no if buts or whatever. It was like, let's just go for it. So, yeah, she's been great.
0: Lulu Cochrane is the manager at Woodend
4: Library. It's a big goal of ours here to, um, to support community initiatives for ideas. Sometimes it's us reaching out to the community and asking what people want, but other times there's just a conversation that happens across the desk, maybe an individual or a group who say, what could happen here with this idea? I see our role as a space for the community. It's a welcoming space, I hope, and I think that's what this sort of initiative shows. It's it's about the books, but it's about a whole lot more.
0: The Woodend Library have set up a special section of gardening and planting books to support the work of the Seed Library, and the Seed Library's Facebook group
4: are posting resources for borrowers on how to save seeds. Opportunities like this for people to join something where they have an interest is great for community well-being, as well as thinking about the environment and sharing seeds and that practical side of it. But people love joining in and um, I think a group like Kylie's where maybe people can come and have a specific role, like folding the envelopes or uh, sorting out the seeds, counting out seeds into little packets, whatever. I think people enjoy contributing. Unlike a traditional library,
0: there are no fines if you don't return seeds that you've borrowed. People can simply
4: borrow seeds and get planting. I see what we're offering here as a venue for meet-up and ideas, as as important as lending the collection. You make a triangle. It
1: doesn't need to be perfect, but just as yeah. triangle as you can make it. And then fold both. My name is yeah, LJ Spurry cool. yeah.
2: and we're at Woodend uh, Library. Let's
1: put a packet of those in there, like
2: that,
1: mm-hmm. um, and then get a label.
2: And these are... I'm helping the wonderful Kylie fold some seed packets. LJ lives on 10 acres in
0: Woodend on a permaculture property. She's borrowed capsicum and eggplant seeds through the seed library and is raising the seedlings in preparation to plant next month.
2: I feel like it's a really important um, way for the community to become more resilient, to be able to share um, seeds that are appropriate for this climate. Uh, Macedon Range is a really unique climate. Having moved here from the city, we're discovering that certain seeds and plants thrive here and others don't do as well. And I think just as a community, having that knowledge base and also seeds that are really resilient here is really important.
0: And what what about for children? So libraries are places that children can often associate with books, you know, come to the library, borrow a book. What do you think it means for children when they come here and they not only see books on the shelves, but they also see seeds?
2: I think it expands their concept of what um, knowledge and community means, I think, for children. Um, we share a lot of our knowledge and wisdom r- via the written word, but there's something really powerful about meeting in community and sharing knowledge verbally, and learning new skills and coming together as a group. So I think for kids, it's understanding that a library is a meeting place for our community.
3: My name's Caitlin. I am a woodender for three years now. Caitlin's
0: been saving seeds from her garden to share with the seed library, collecting seeds from flowers like zinnias, Queen Anne's lace, calendula and sweet peas. She's also going to have a crack at saving carrot seeds for the first time as well.
3: I love it. I love that I can say to my friends and family, like, look at what is happening in my town. Like, people are investing their time coming here and meeting complete strangers, taking a bet. There's something about gardening and seed saving that almost guarantees that you're just going to meet really lovely people. Um, and it's a really safe space to come along and put yourself out there when you don't know anyone. Yeah, it's, it's really special to have something like that.
0: We're going to end this episode on a happy note because I've got some really good news to share. On July the 14th, 2020, Kylie and her family welcomed a beautiful baby girl, Willow Zara, into their lives. She, like her big sister before her, will always be loved. This episode of Meet Me at the Library is in memory of Zara. Thanks for listening. Meet Me at the Library is a podcast and radio series mixed by Hamish Robertson at Tall Tale Audio and produced by me with supervising producer Jane Curtis. To take a look at Zara's garden or see some of the recycled seed packets made from children's picture books, visit Meet Me at the Library on Facebook and Instagram. I've got a packet of hollyhock seeds collected straight from Zara's garden which I have just planted, and I can't wait to see a tiny seedling break through the soil. Thanks to Kylie and the Goldfields Library Corporation. This program was made possible with support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. Find out more at cbf.org.au. Meet Me at the Library was produced in partnership with Mani FM and recorded on Jar Jar country. We pay respect to the traditional owners of these lands.